the blast from our past network. Hello and welcome to the Blast From Our Past podcast. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. And I'm Adam. And today we have another top 10 episode for you. If we have any uh, video game fans out there, you might like this one, but we're going to be going for a niche audience with this. <laughs> we're going to be going with our top 10 PC games before 2000. That's right. Uh, we have done our top 10 NES games uh, before the year, obviously before the year 2000, because the NES, that's really all that it was going on. <laughs> and by, by 2000, it was long gone, pretty much. Um, but we had a computer, and I don't know if anyone else out there had a computer. Uh, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, but we played some PC games. We didn't end up having a a gaming system all the way from NES to Xbox. Mm-hmm. So one of our major gaming platforms was things that we could play on Windows 95 or other stuff like that. I mean, that's for personal. But of course, you know, you play with friends or, you know, even school stuff. And so we thought it would be a fun thing to just get our uh, top 10. And when we say PC, we mean like, you know, personal computer. We're not saying Mac versus PC kind of shit here. Right. Uh, you know, it could be an Apple game that we're playing, we're talking about. Right. We're just talking about like a personal computer game. So um, I'm excited about this. I had to dive in and do a good bit of research and try to be like, oh man, I knew I played this game when I was younger and I couldn't remember. And I had to like really try and figure out what the hell it was. And when I did, it made me so happy and be like, yes, that made my list. <laughs> Uh, I did I did an initial list where I was actually having trouble even coming up with 10 games mm-hmm. and I was uh, I was uh I mean I had I had thrown a few like and I'm I'm going to say cuz they they're not on my list now but I was at the point where I was like well I guess I'll throw solitaire on there cuz oh, I yeah. got nothing else to to do but uh then I went back and and found uh deep dived a little bit better into especially the 90s and 80s specifically and really found some stuff that uh, that really clicked the nostalgia mm-hmm. button where i was like oh i totally remember this game yep. and there's there's uh i'm hoping that, that we're gonna have a little bit of games that you remembered that maybe mm-hmm. i forgot maybe ones that i remember that you forgot now we do have a little bit of an age difference so there might be some differences in our lists you know um especially with we'll say well certain certain games that came out a little bit earlier maybe mm-hmm. some from the 80s versus the 90s uh, but we'll see. I think, uh, I, I found that the more we do these top tens, I think the more of our individuality yeah. comes out in these lists and, and they're not always the same. I, I think at the beginning, maybe we had done a little bit, but you know what, even, even our very first episode, the grunge one, we still saw a yeah. lot of difference in that. So mm-hmm. I think the, the age difference helps just enough of an age difference where we have a lot of crossover, but enough where our individuality skews the lists one way or the other. Yeah, I, I could absolutely see that happening. Do you remember the first time we got a computer? Um, no, I don't remember off the top of my head. I mean, we, I mean, yeah, no, honestly, I don't. I don't think we really got a computer in our household until the maybe mid nineties. Yeah, until ninety five, Windows ninety five. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I was in high school. You're right. The only times I remember playing on like an Apple. Um, or stuff like that was at school and I definitely did for school stuff, but you're right. I don't think I remember 
having anything at home until that that kind of time. Yeah, yeah we we just didn't have one. I do remember um, there was a a point where you know if we were at the weekend and our mother had to go into her office to do something. We'd go in and she'd turn on a bunch of uh, other people's computers and let's basically we played on clip art. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. We did. I absolutely <laughs> remember playing on clip art. <laughs> and uh, that was that was our form of computer entertainment was creating images on clip art and doing all kinds of fun stuff. We I think we maybe try to create books or or comics or stuff like that and see how that went. But uh, I do remember definitely getting into some games. I remember playing games at some friends houses, some relatives houses, stuff like that. And so. Some of those are, are going to kind of play on play into my list a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, mine as well. Um, so yeah, so similar to our other lists, um, we are going to you know go back and forth. You know, ten our number ten for my for me, and then John, and then our number nine for me, and then John. Um, if anyone has one also on their list, we are kind of reserving the person who has it higher to be the person to talk most about it. So if we bring up the name, you know, early enough on that person says, Oh, that's higher on my list. Then we'll save it for who has it higher. So just a reminder on that. Yeah. So that way we can have like an honest back and forth instead of one person talking and then the other person basically just rehashing some of what the other person said. It just makes it a little bit nicer. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you have anything you want to add before we jump into this list? Hmm. I don't think so. I, well, I guess the only other thing is, yeah, I, I actually did end up putting like not on my list here. Maybe maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but I like I added like oh maybe solitaire should be on there and whatnot. But right. like I just kind of kept adding stuff and adding stuff to it, including that stuff to be like I wanted to include all of those games because they do you know they do count, but like they're not the coolest games. Right. But um, it, it man, it's fun. It definitely was a trip down nostalgia lane. Like looking at some of this old stuff, like yes, being like, why the fuck hasn't this entire list everything that's on here been ported onto our phones because our phones are way more powerful than (laughs) the windows 95 system that we had like i want every one of these games on my phone right now there are there are definitely games that i wish would come back and and hopefully maybe will um and i'm sure you can find some sort of emulator out there somewhere to, to play some of them and i mean we're I I think we're computer savvy. We're mm-hmm. I, I don't know you. I don't feel like I'm very tech savvy. No. I mean I can navigate my way through a computer as much as I need to, but I, I've never been go go so far as I have to, you know, really really upgrade my computer and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't ever ever like built my own gaming PC or stuff like that. Every now and then I've you know I've taken apart the side of my Mac tower. Uh, and put in an extra hard drive or some right. shit like that, or I added some other ports to it or something. But I've never, I've never really been like an intense PC gamer kind of guy. Yeah. So these are, I'm imagining most of these are pretty going to be pretty popular games that most people played. Not too much of a deep dive. Um, mm-hmm. I got, I got okay. least I would say by at least number ten, I'd be surprised if anyone has. On, if, I'd be shocked if you have this number ten on your list. Okay. All well, right. so we'll we'll start with me then. How okay, about that? Okay, let's start with you. All right, and I think this might actually show some maybe some of the time difference. Okay. Um, partly because my number ten is a game that I remember from school. It's one I absolutely played in school. Uh, it came out in 1989, um, and it is called Midnight Rescue. That is not on my list. Okay. So Midnight Rescue was developed by The Learning Company. Um, It's an educational and entertainment game designed to help kind of strengthen reading and critical thinking skills from kids between or between uh, grades three and five. 
and it's kind of like a side-scrolling adventure where you're kind of like this guy and you have to prevent this school from disappearing by midnight and he has to go through and read articles and questions and answer or answer questions and um, to move forward and I just I always remembered the character design in this game this guy has like this big turquoise bright blue jacket and a big hat that kind of covers everything and he walks around and has this hourglass and he's looking at shit and solving things and it's just you know it was a fun game a fun learning game that mm-hmm. i remember when i was a kid um the villains were all kind of like i don't know different random things throughout school one was like an upside down spray paint canister one i think one might have been a vacuum or some shit like that <laughs> um but like i re- i just remember the design was cool i remember i had i remember you know hopping on a computer at school and playing the shit out of this game um did you play this one at all no i have no memory of this game i saw i saw the name when i was looking up stuff but i was going to ask you was this something that you like in what context did you play this game? Like, was it on your computer in the back of the classroom or like when you guys got to go to computer lab or something like that? Yeah. I remember having like a single computer in a class mm-hmm. and it, and it, you know, you could have like designated time on that computer. Okay. Um, it might've been later on in a computer lab that we could do it. But like, I remember one of our, one of my classes earlier on, you know, just had like, you had one at Apple computer, you know, mm-hmm. per classroom or something. And um, I remember playing the fuck out of it. So, okay. Uh, interestingly enough, my number 10 was also a game that I played at school. Um, I played this around in middle school and it might be on your list. I'm, uh, we both went to the same middle school, so mm-hmm. it is possible that at different times uh, it is possible that you played this game. So I won't talk too much about it. Uh, but my number 10 is Dino Park Tycoon. Higher on my list. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yes, I think that definitely the same middle school is a, a big reason for that. Uh, all right. My number nine might be higher on your list, so I don't want to talk too much about that one. It is not one from school, but it was one that we had in our library of PC games. Um Uh, Yeah, I don't want to say too much about it because it's a pretty badass game. My number nine is Warcraft 2. That is higher on my list. Okay. All right. I'm starting to notice a pattern here. We'll see see how we go. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, my number nine just kind of barely makes the cut. It came out in 1999. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of nines in this one. Um, And I was introduced to it uh, from a friend of mine who got this game... I remember this would have been my senior year of high school, towards the end of my senior year of high school when it came out. I remember he was so excited when he got it. Um, now, there have been other iterations of this game, so there's actually several games with the same title. Um, and I can't, and there, there's not really anything in the title to differentiate the versions. And I honestly forgot to look up the name of the company that made this version. I just remember it came out in 99. Um, and I did look it up to make sure this was the correct one, and it was. Um, and I remember that. They advertised this game as being the scariest game on the face of the planet. So much so that it came with a free pair of underwear. Uh, and that was the game Aliens vs. Predator. Higher on my list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. oh, this might have been this might end up being a very short episode. Yeah, exactly. Which is a lot of this stuff. <laughs> um Alright, we're on number eight. Yep. Okay. Number eight. My number eight was your number 10. Okay. All right. Um, Dino Park Tycoon. 
Uh, as you mentioned, it's one that I remember from school. It came out in 1993, developed by The Learning Company, so the same as the mm-hmm. uh, company who did my number 10. Um, you know, it's a, I guess, educational business simulation game. Uh, and there was, it's very similar to what, what I believe came, I think what came out earlier was Roller Coaster Tycoon. Roller Coaster Tycoon came out uh, later. Oh, was it later? Okay. Yeah. For some reason I thought it was before because I mean, Dino Park was what I remember as a kid. Yes. You know, and it was, it was cute. You know, you're running a little theme park of dinosaurs yeah. and you know, you, you, you build them up, um, you know, to get a bigger, better, there is no like real winning or losing. And I guess there is losing no. if you run out of money yeah but there's no real winning you know yeah. so you just keep building up your park or keep doing stuff i mean to me the winning i guess was when you got a tyrannosaurus rex yes like that <laughs> that, that was, was the, cool the that was the last uh that was the last pen you could get mm-hmm. the biggest one was the was the t-rex pen and it was i mean it was kind of like like the other tycoon games we've kind of come to know mm-hmm. where you have to start this park and you have to set prices and um, you have to run basically not run the business into the ground. It wasn't it wasn't so detailed as a lot of those tycoon games have become now, um, because you can kind of set those to be like where you control every little minutia of cost and everything like that, because it was meant for kids. <clears throat> but it was a, essentially along those lines. It was I think it was to kind of teach kids financial responsibility and how to really run a business you know what the ins and outs of Mm -hmm. getting to run a business are when you get older and i remember it was it was a great way of doing that because you really everyone took it seriously now i remember specifically playing this game we had a keyboard class a keyboarding class Mm. you know where you had to learn typing and stuff like that and one of the things if you met your quota for the day or whatever it was you had to do you could get on the game and play and I just remember it being so much fun. Everyone wanted to play it. Everyone wanted to be really good at it. And I was probably middle of the road at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love playing games like that. Unfortunately, I'm not always the best at them. Yeah. But and we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about that when we talk about a few other games. Yeah. Um, this was a game that I, when I had mentioned earlier about as an adult, I've looked up, oh, they must have made an app for this one by now. Right. And I can't find a goddamn app <laughs> with Dino, Dino Park Tycoon. And it's like, this is be the easiest thing. You know, so many freemium games are right. exactly like this now. Yeah. But I can't find Dino Park Tycoon. It's I don't like, come know. On. Well, I wonder what happened. I actually didn't look if, if the learning company is still around, yeah. if they're still making stuff, or if they went under and maybe the property is just gone or what. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's hard. All right. It's hard to know. But it was it was it was awesome and the kind of cartoon-esque look of the dinosaurs looked was fun for as a kid you know as well yeah i like that i mean if you i mean i went back and, and looked at some of the screenshots of it and, and yes it looks you know highly pixelated i mean it was, came from 93 <laughs> yeah. as you would expect from you know computer graphics of that era but it's still i still remember just loving loving it so much yep i agree all right uh number eight um i don't know if this one will be on your list i don't remember you playing a lot of these style of games. Um, it is a little bit in the same vein as Dino Park Tycoon. Um, and you, I think the farther into my list you we go, you'll start to notice a certain style of game that I really love mm-hmm. over another style. And I'll talk a little bit more about that when we get to it. Um, but uh, my number eight is Sin City 2000. Not on my list. 
Okay. Um, I, did, are any of the Sin Cities? Sim Sim City. Sim City. You keep saying Sin, Sin City. That's where you live. That's where I. That's right. That is where I live. <laughs> Sin City. Sim City. Sim City. Yeah. Sorry. God, that, you got me doing it. Uh, <laughs> no, none of the Sim Cities made my list. I, I put it on. It was on like my initial big list, but right. I didn't make it. I always loved the Sim City games. I've played um, in a bunch of different iterations. Um, and I'm not even that terribly great at them. I mm-hmm. always end up like not, I didn't, I never really, I never very seldom do I actually have, make a city where I'm actually making money. I, I don't know if I've ever learned the trick to it. Usually I get bored and I just find the cheats and then I just, yeah, yeah. I just cheat my own money in cause I just want to build the, I just want to build the biggest, best city and I don't uh-huh. care how I do it, but I've always loved those games. I remember playing, um, an, uh, an early, version of it on a console and i cannot remember what console it was it might have been sega genesis or another one of the sega games and then i also remember playing the SimCity 2001 which actually came out in 1993 so actually the same as dino park tycoon mm-hmm. i don't know i did you did how many of those games have you played i only really remember like the overall SimCity. I don't think I remember. I remember like maybe the first SimCity, okay. not SimCity 2000. Right. That one had like flying cars and shit, right? Uh, I think when you, it had a futuristic feel the farther in you got. I remember just the like earlier basic mm-hmm. SimCity games and I played them a little, but they certainly weren't one that, that I was very much into. You know? Okay. It was, they were fine. Okay. That's fair. I've just, I've always loved yeah. the SimCity games. So That's fine. Uh, I, 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 have uh when i finally got steam because mm-hmm. i'm always i like i'm always like four or five years behind the curve on anything mm-hmm. <laughs> mostly just because i don't have time yeah so whenever anything new comes out about five years later when it's already passe i'm like oh i've discovered this thing <laughs> and it's a lot of fun now <laughs> which is fine because it just leaves me to my own devices yeah so. I, I mean the franchise of the sims which i the, i know the sims came out in like the 2000s something. Yeah, it was early 2000s yeah but like that shit just took over like with sim city and all like the, all of that stuff was popular and then when the sims came out yes. it was just like fuck like people were like living their entire lives all, you know <laughs> in that world uh, i i know yeah. uh in fact my wife uh after she graduated from college she moved down to where i was because uh, i was i was behind her in college because i'm a little bit younger than she is and i think that first semester that uh, I had we'd started living together. All she did was sit at home and play The Sims on our Xbox. Yeah, I mean it was a wildly popular game, but and that kind of started off with SimCity being the original. Yeah, um, but for you, 2000 was the one that you liked the most. That was the one I remember the most. Okay, remember playing a lot. Cool. All right, so that was my number eight. Okay. Uh, all right, my number seven. My number seven was your number nine. Ah. Uh, so also kind of high-ish on my list, uh, which was, as you put it, the scariest game of all time, uh, where you had to ha- they gave you a pair of underwear with it. And I can't mm-hmm. remember, as you mentioned, I think we borrowed it from a friend of yours. Yes. So you said, yeah. Um, that's because I remember I, I remember we didn't get the underwear. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it came out in 99. It was developed by Rebellion Developments. Okay. Um, science fiction, first-person shooter game. And what was so special about this game was you could get, you could do three different campaigns. You could be either the alien, the predator, or a colonial marine. Yes. And it was, and you're right, when it comes to the scary part, I remember the colonial marine was 
fucking ridiculously scary. That was the uh, to me that was the only one that was really scary. Yeah. yeah uh, the yeah. other ones weren't all that particularly scary uh, for different reasons. But the Colonial Marines, you didn't you didn't have anything special other than just a flashlight, you know, on your rifle, mm-hmm. just like they had in the movies. And aliens would be coming at you from nowhere. You exactly. wouldn't see them until they were right on top you had, of you. You had the motion detector, and it was yes. it was just like that movie where you're just like, <laughs> oh fuck, they're everywhere, and you but you can't see them until they're right on you. Yep. Um, and if you played like in the dark. Yeah, it was scary as hell. Yeah. Uh, I always liked playing as the Predator because the Predator, you could switch between the different visions, night vision and thermal vision. So it was a little bit easier to hunt, especially if you were just hunting the Marines. Yeah. It was a little bit less scary and a little bit easier because you could either you could either shank them with your cool little wrist blades yeah. or shoot them with your shoulder laser yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. It was a little bit easier. It was. And, and I remember the Predator had a little bit more health than pretty much everybody else as well. It seemed yeah. like it. Um, so it, it was the one that I was most successful. Yeah. In. <laughs> yeah. We, we, let's go with that one. That's better. That's a better one. But, uh, the alien was fun to play with because you moved really quick. Yeah. You could go up on walls and mm-hmm. just go fucking everywhere. Yeah. Uh, it was a fun and it is one that I would probably enjoy. I know they've made different versions of it down the line. And yeah, as you mentioned, even one that has the exact same name, but like, this was the one I played as a kid. This is the one that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was super fun. Like it, it, I remember taking forever to get kind of like just used to each different group. Right. You know, I, the, the Marine, you could kind of get the predator was easy enough. And then the alien, it just felt really difficult. And you looked around way too fast in your mouth. So <laughs> they just, it went crazy. Uh, but it was, man, it was a blast of a game. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So on to your seven. All right. My number seven, again, you might have higher on your list. <laughs> Um, I am a really big fan of strategy games, um, which we will talk about when we eventually talk about Warcraft 2, which we, mm-hmm. we already know is higher on my list. Uh, and this is a very similar game, uh, and that is Command & Conquer Red Alert. Higher on my list. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, number six. We're on number six? Yes. All right, my number six might be higher on your list. <laughs> it may or may not, actually. Knowing the kind of strategy and that type, this is not a strategy. It's a first-person shooter. Um, but it is one that we had, and we played the shit out of it. Uh, my number six is Wolfenstein 3D. That is perfect, because my number six is Wolfenstein uh, 3D. <laughs> okay, I figured, because it was the first... I mean, it was a first-person first first person shooter for a lot of people. Yes. But it was one of the ones that just... I remember one of the first video games we had on our computer yes that we played with you know you didn't have to deal what i liked about it unlike um some ones later where you had to deal with the mouse and both like wolfenstein you just moved around uh with just the keyboard alone and you could shoot and kill stuff um it was developed in 1992 by id software um you're going through and killing nazis you know (laughs) (laughs) it was it was the the, one of the things i loved the most about it and when i replayed it you know a little, little bit later at least and not I haven't replayed it in a long, long time, but right. like, it's one one of the first that I remember, other than something like a Super Mario or Super Mario Brothers three, where there was a lot of like hidden walls and hidden yeah. secret doors that were really kind of fun to try and find and get those bigger, better weapons. Yeah, I remember it being on the computer. I have no recollection of how it got there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe this was a game our mother downloaded for us because basically our the computer we had was her computer. Yeah. Um, it was in her room. We had to, we had to, you know, ask to be able to go in there and 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 to use it. And I, I don't remember how. I just remember it appeared. I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. one of her friends had downloaded it on there for for whatever reason. Yeah. But it just appeared one day. 
Um, and we discovered it and we played it and I do remember actually having a lot of fun with it and I am horrible at first person shooter mm-hmm. games. I hate playing them just because I'm so bad at them. I mean, I enjoy the gameplay of it, but I'm not very good. So I don't, I don't tend to play them all that often just cause I'm, you know, I'm not successful at them, but I do remember being very good at this one. And I think that was simply because it was, it was a little bit simpler. Yeah. Again, you just had to use uh, the, the mouse and stuff, but I remember having so much fun with it. Remember when you got the, uh, the freaking um, the minigun? Yeah. The minigun was the best. Oh, that was so <laughs> much fun. So just mowing them down. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It was, I remember going like, I would always walk to when I was there turning a corner or walking anywhere, I would walk on a wall kind of, facing slightly towards it and i'd walk the wall and just hit space bar the entire time <laughs> to try and see if there were any hidden doors on that wall and then I'd go and do another wall and then space bar starts to as i'm moving to try and see if i can figure out okay ooh, there's a hidden thing or not uh but yeah man it was it was simple uh but it was a lot of fun you know it was you know not super gory uh no it wasn't intense like duke, duke nukem or doom or anything like that it was you right. know earlier than that uh or at least earlier than like that that intensity yeah um but yeah, it was uh, it was a fantastic first person shooter. I agree. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and I think it was definitely a. It's one of those sort of. Uh, what's the best term to use? It's one of those sort of. I don't want to. I almost said gateway games, but that's not, <laughs> that's not really actually what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking it's like it's one of those. Um, uh, key games in history mm-hmm. where th- you know this is where we know that the genre started this yeah. is where we know the first person shooter really took off yep. and maybe there were games like that but you know beforehand but this is where i remember everyone talking about the game i, I think this is where you know when from here you get doom and from there mm-hmm. you get halo and yeah. i'm there's i'm jumping a lot in that yeah. but you and, get the idea this and i'll say i went into first person shooter life hard Mm -hmm. um you know halo hooked me in and i played with friends from high school pretty intensely and similar with halo 2 um and then when command and conquer modern warfare um mean call of duty what i say you say command and conquer Conquer, call of duty um call of duty modern warfare black ops and i think up to black ops 2 i played all of those very intensely and then i kind of had to shift off of them (laughs) but like this this was the start of my love of FPS games. I did uh, I didn't well obviously we won't be talking about Halo, but I do remember I enjoyed Halo. Halo was probably the last first person shooter mm. game I enjoyed. Okay. Uh, I've tried the Call of Duty games, and while I enjoy the concept of them, I like being able to you know customize your person and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm not very good at them, so I don't play them. Yeah, yeah. And people love poning noobs on those games, so if you're a noob, then they then you're ripe for the picking. Well, I I don't <laughs> I even when I play those games, I just play the the campaigns oh, gotcha. i don't play online at all so yeah. it's a toxic environment too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad uh, uh okay so we're master. on our number five then since we both had wolfenstein 3d as our six yep my number five was your number seven i believe it was uh which was command and conquer red alert okay the, uh, the 1996 westwood studios real-time strategy video game um it takes place in an alternate early history uh or something or when if you know it's like the allied forces versus the you know the red or the uh soviet union you know Mm -hmm. control over the european uh, mainland or area whatnot um but like it was it was fantastic i mean similar strategy games that i'm sure that we'll definitely be talking about i know one of them at least will be up there you build buildings you get resources you find tanks and militia 
Um, I remember where you could do like jets for recon and stuff yep. to like see, just see where shit was. Um, the the thing I want to remember most before you start diving into sure. stuff. Those fucking dogs. Yes. <laughs> I love the dogs. They were so mean and vicious. I love the dogs. That's why I liked playing as the Soviets, because then I could get the dogs. Um, and, you know, I, I love these types of games. I, I, I enjoyed that game because it was the, you know, it was the first game like that I had played that had sort of a more modern mm-hmm. feel to it with the, the characters or the units that you could build and stuff like that. Um, and I, I enjoyed those real time strategy games quite a bit. So, uh, uh, it just, it was so much fun. It was a, it was a different, unique take mm-hmm. and it, it hooked me in really, really easily. Yeah. All right, John. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it, it was, it was fantastic of a game. How about your number five? All right. My number five might show up on your list. Um, but it was definitely a game I played in school. Now it was a game I actually played in elementary school. So this is going way back a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I remember I was uh, when I was in uh, fourth and fifth grade. I was in the the tag program, mm-hmm. which stood for talented and gifted. Talented and for gifted. any of those uh, idiots out there who are not in the tag program. Oh no, no, wait. Where I went to elementary school, they called it enrichment. Oh, okay. it wasn't until it wasn't until we moved to uh, Alpharetta where I where the schools so, called okay. it tag. tag. Um, which incidentally, my son is in that same program, but they call theirs gate. Gate. What does that stand for? Gifted and talented something. Okay. So it's just a reverse of it. Okay. Um, so, uh, but it was definitely one I played on the computer at school, and that was where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Not on my list. Okay. I, it's it's no secret uh, we were probably fans of the the game show, the kids yeah. game show. I think we've talked about it a few times. Um, incidentally, I've actually shown a couple of those episodes to my son, and he loves them, and oh. he. Like he he wishes so much for that 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 game was was still around. Yeah, it needs to come back in that exact form, in that exact yeah. like trivia and geography based game form. Yes, that was the I best. Agree. Like they they've done like cartoons with actual Carmen San Diego. I don't care about that. No, man, I want Rockapella and I want fucking <laughs> trivia. Yeah, exactly. Um, but and I, and I want the chief. <laughs> I miss the chief. She um, was awesome. Unfortunately, she's dead. Shit, I didn't know that. I'm sorry, chief. Uh, we love you. <laughs> We yeah. miss you. Um, you were the best chief of all time. Yeah, so the chiefs, uh, there was a lady named uh, Lynn Thigpen, I think was how mm. you pronounce her name. She actually died back in 2003. Oh, wow. Um, wow. The thing I actually remember her for, not only was that, was her being on, in the movie Lean on Me. Oh, yeah, she was really good in yeah, that Yeah, she's really good as sort of like the antagonist parent in that one. I yeah. will definitely, well, I'm sure that is probably a movie that will be on, if it's not already on the list, it will. It's on our list. It's somewhere. on it's just, somewhere. It's not on our get to, but granted, we're currently in the the bits midst of like setting up what we're gonna do like you know pray for the first parts of next year right um and so you know we'll see if lean on me makes it but there's so many fucking there's so many movies (laughs) there's so many movies if we keep doing this uh we'll have content forever yeah Uh, that is for sure but as far as the game i mean the game is what started it all this game is what started it all and i i don't remember too much about the mechanics of the game it was very much you were uh, it was very similar. You had they gave you clues. You had to figure figure out what they were talking about and go there and search for Carmen. Um, I remember it being relatively simple in its mechanics, but you had to really think. So I remember when we played the game, we usually kind of played it as a class or in small groups because then everyone would be thinking together uh, about these like this geography and these country trivia's and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And um, it did kind of actually. I remember that game kind of sparking my love of geography um i did 
love doing geography when I was a kid. I actually, when I was in elementary school, I entered into a geography B, and I believe I won. I either won or got second place. For some reason, I do have like a little memory of either like a little trophy or a little something. Yeah. Uh, of you winning, for some, I, I think I remember second place, but I don't know. You, you probably was second place. Okay. I remember I placed. I don't remember yeah. if it was first or second or something like that. But yeah, I know. Good job, John. Back in like this was like fourth grade or <laughs> something like right. that. Uh, but I, I loved geography and and I still love geography. I love looking at maps. I love mm-hmm. studying maps. Um, so you know, it it did its job. Yep. It sparked a, a love of of geography and history, really, that I still continue today, even though. Even though, like, history class was never a class I did particularly well in, but I never did well in any class that required me to write papers. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> I'm a horrible essay writer. So, but I still love history and geography and all that stuff. And I, I kind of credit this game as starting a, a lot of that. Okay. Uh, all right. So, should we move on to our number fours? Yes. Let's yes. go ahead. Um, all right. So... I I would be shocked if any of my top three are not also in your probably top three. Um, okay. But I know one other one that's in your fish because I had it later in my list. Right. So that means I this one's not on your list, maybe because it's so basic. Um, but it's an old school game. It's about the oldest and schooliest of games that you can get. <laughs> and my number four is Oregon Trail. I have that higher on my list. Oh, shit. Okay, so something else is not on your list that's yeah. going to surprise me. Okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, all right, so my number four is the one that you mentioned earlier, which is mm-hmm. Warcraft 2 Tides of Darkness from 1995. Um, I'm sure by now everybody is familiar with World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, I, maybe you do know, or maybe I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm assuming you do know because you probably lived through it. But if for some reason you didn't know, uh, World of Warcraft spawned from the games Warcraft, which were real-time strategy games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never did play the first one, but I definitely, we had the second one and I remember playing it so much. I really loved the second one. It's, uh, you could either play, I believe you can only either play as the humans or the orcs. Yeah, exactly. There's only two factions. Uh, and it was just, you build your units. Um, and it's, it's so funny because a lot of the sounds that you hear in different games now that are, are from Blizzard come from that mm-hmm. game uh there's a game that i play now both my wife and i play because it's a very simple game um, on our phones uh it's called hearthstone it's oh, also yeah. made by blizzard and all of the characters come from their warcraft and world of warcraft stuff and it's kind of a card game and i really enjoy it but there's also sounds that happen in the game that come from this original warcraft 2 game whenever your uh peon what they call the peon if you mm-hmm. were playing the orcs i, I believe because i played as the orcs more than i ever played mm-hmm. as the humans um, the, the first little characters who were your builders, they yeah. were the ones who built everything. They were called peons. Whenever they built something, they would go, job's done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, I, I wrote a whole note about like <laughs> what they would say in the sounds as well. Like that uh-huh. was a huge, the sound design in that game was awesome. Yeah. And uh, they still yeah. use that sound uh, whenever uh, your turn is over done. and the okay. thing, it'll say job's done. And then your turn like goes, right. I don't often play the game with the sound on, but when I do, yeah. it's a little trip down nostalgia lane. Cause it makes me yeah. think of that original oh, version. I mean, I call it for like the humans, the, uh, like the human peon or whatever it was, would always say, yes, me Lord. I remember <laughs> that. I remember with the orcs or maybe it was the other one was ready to work. Uh, they say that one. <laughs> Work complete or, or, or yeah. job's done. And then the, job's sa- done. This, <laughs> the sound that I remember more than anything is the constant chopping of trees. <laughs> that, <laughs> half that game was just the sound of chopping of trees because you had to have just people chopping trees like all the time to like 
get enough uh, wood to to keep building and like getting shit going. I yeah. felt like, uh, but yeah, because you, I mean, similar enough to Red Alert that we had talked about. Um, you know, yeah, you're just your your real time is you're against either the computer or someone else online or something right. like that, and you having to build and build your group of you know. Uh, your your battalion or whatever yeah. the hell your army basically just make them bigger and stronger than the other ones and go go wipe them out. Yeah, um, I'm guessing I'm just gonna throw this out here and I'm hoping I I don't think I'm right. I never really played StarCraft. Okay, yeah. Um, so I don't know if you're going about to talk about it. I don't I don't remember ever really playing StarCraft. I know StarCraft actually got bigger. I think than Warcraft actually did. It, Starcraft got huge, but it wasn't until like the year 2000, 2001, where it really blew up. It yeah. did make my um, honorable mentions. I'll just say. Okay, um, I, I don't remember playing a little, playing it all that much. I know Starcraft. They still have Starcraft two. I think they only have Starcraft mm-hmm. two right now. I, they're re-releasing Starcraft one, or, or maybe they have at this point. Um, but I never, I, I was not a big fan of this, of this like futuristic space mm-hmm. setting. Yeah. Um, I, the mechanics that didn't bother me, I just didn't really care for the setting. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Warcraft two, uh, I think really, I can't remember if we had Warcraft two before we had red alert. I know mm-hmm. I mean, red alert came out. Well, they can't No, uh, Warcraft two came out. Before Red Alert, yeah, but, did, that, but it doesn't mean that doesn't yeah, mean we, we got, got either one first. I can't remember which one we had first. I yep. just remember this one. I just remember this one really sparking my love of real time strategy games. Yeah, um, and, and maybe I maybe Red Alert led to this, or we got Red Alert because we mm-hmm. had played Warcraft two. Um, I just remember loving. I, and I know that they're re uh, Blizzard is going to re release Warcraft three coming out soon which is which was just the third iteration of their same real-time strategy game that was a little bit more involved i think they had more characters there was more storyline involved which i didn't really care for Mm -hmm. i just i just wanted to build my i wanted to build my settlement and build my army and go crush the other people yeah it was fun it was fun stuff so yeah that was my number four all right number threes um like i said i thought my top three we're going to be your top three, honestly, <laughs> but it doesn't look like it. So uh, I'm just going to, I'm not sure which ones you liked better versus not. So my number three is Heroes of Might and Magic 2. You know what? Hmm. I fucking forgot to you put for- that on my list. <laughs> you forgot Heroes of- I forgot Heroes of Might and Magic 2, which is a big pain in the ass because I just recently started playing Heroes uh. of Might and Magic 4 about a year ago on my PC, so I completely forgot about it. So okay. uh, that uh, that probably would have made Makes my sense. list maybe a little bit lower, uh-huh. I think, than that. But I'm glad you brought that up because I completely forgot about okay. that. Okay. Uh, yeah, it came out in 1996. It was a turn-based strategy game developed by New World Computing. Um, Heroes 2 was apparently voted the sixth best PC game of all time by PC Gamer, but that was back in May of 1997. Oh. <laughs> there weren't too many other video games. Um, but I, you, you, you basically you have a castle and you build up like the castle within it, uh, and then you just you know you're trying to crank out different um, you know armies or whatever. And it's not like the other ones where you're where you have armies as each individual person that you mm-hmm. have to like select and move them. You have them as like one horse one general who's like riding a horse or whatever uh a captain or whatever it was called and you would go from like you know trying to find the resources and kind of you know just if you got your flag on it then you would get those resources jump around to other castles trying to defeat them get you know more and more of the resources in the castles you could build up 
more and more generals and people mm-hmm. to have a big enough army to go fucking take down your other people. So similar to the other strategy games, but this one was turn-based. And I remember us playing this together. It was you, me, and our sister yeah. would play this one and take turns. Yeah. And that was what was different about this one that I did like about it was we could all play this together. Yeah. Where one person would do it, do their turn, get up, go back to the, go to the TV. The other person would go hop on, make their moves. And then it would just kind of like do yeah. a rotation. Which I, which was a really nice aspect to it mm-hmm. because it did, you know, especially back then, not everyone had a computer and, and yeah. not everyone had multiple computers. I remember we didn't have two computers in the house until I went to college or yeah. close to while I went to college. Mm-hmm. Cause then when I need, I knew I was going to need a computer when I got there. So we, I don't even remember. I don't remember where it came from. Mm-hmm. It was probably mom's old computer. She was like, yeah. here, you can take this one. I'll get a new one. Yeah. But like I do remember that. playing that game and enjoying it so much so that, uh, I do remember finding, uh, heroes of might magic four on, I think on steam and, and I, I played it recently and I suck as much now as I did then. Yeah. Uh, heroes of my magic two is one that I did find like a, a download or a port that I could play on my phone. Okay. And I was doing that. Um, Maybe like six months ago or something. And it was awesome. Okay. It, it was just so much fun to play that. <clears throat> but you couldn't like play other people. You could just pretty much do the computers. Okay. Could so. you do the turn base? Yeah. Uh, like take turns? I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think you could do that. Okay. So you could play other people just with your phone, like a pass yeah, and yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you passed around. Okay. So. All right. Uh, well, we found out, I think, where the one is. Although, I'm, I'm a little interested if my number two is on your list. It might be on your list, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm curious. But let's talk about my number three, which is one you also already brought up, and that was Oregon Trail. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, Adam, I mean, you may know this already. I'm assuming it might be in front of you. Oregon Trail was made in 1971. I Well, I did from my research. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, it was made by two, uh, uh, by two student teachers mm-hmm. who were looking for a way to kind of help teach uh, history to their class. Um, and I believe it had an, a different name at first. I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Do you happen to know? I don't. I don't okay. have that. Um, but it, in 1974, when the company did buy it, yeah. uh, they did the name was changed to the Oregon Trail, and and the sort of the game that we've come to know and love was sort of born. Yeah, which that company I believe was the Minnesota Educational Computing Consortium. Okay, which MECC. I absolutely remember just seeing kind of like their logo when okay. playing Oregon Trail. That's good stuff. Um. It's sort of weird because Oregon Trail made a little bit of a, a pop culture comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been iterations of the Oregon Trail, like on, on you know, for apps, for phones, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I, I, nothing. I don't think any of them have really recaptured the magic. No, because this is another one that I looked for. Like, I want the legit Oregon Trail on my phone. It's got to be super simple to have it. Right. And I'd, I'd even pay a little bit of money for it. Right. And I can't find it. And yeah. I want it. <laughs> You know, I mean, you're right, though. It's, it's had a resurgence. It also had a resurgence kind of even in, like, memes and stuff like that. You yeah. always hear, like, oh, so-and-so died of diphtheria. Or, right. or, or, or dysentery. Dysentery. That's right. Died of dysentery. Like, there were tons of memes that came from this one. Like, it, the stuff that I remember, you know, you having to ford the river. <laughs> that right. That was always a fun thing. Uh, you know, the dying of dysentery. What I loved... What I love the most doing, and I would start doing it maybe more than anything else, the hunting. Going the, hunting, oh, yeah. It was the best. And it was, uh, reminded me of the way you played it, too. It kind of makes me think of the game Asteroids. Remember the very old game Asteroids? Yeah, You basically yeah. spun around and shot. Mm-hmm. Asteroids. It was kind of the same thing. You had your little character with his 
stick gun, <laughs> yeah. and you basically just spun him around and tried to shoot the the animals as they went by, and you you wanted to get the buffalo. Yeah, the, the buffalo. The elusive buffalo. Most meat. <laughs> yep, you got the most meat out of it. Um, you know, you didn't really want to. You don't want to get rabbits or anything like that because they wouldn't give you enough. But it's a funny. buffalo was the best. It's funny because like one shot and the buffalo just thunk down. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't one shot would not kill a buffalo. <laughs> It'd have to be a no. monstrous gun. Yes, if you were using the same gun to shoot a buffalo that you were using to shoot a rabbit, yeah. either the buffalo would not stop or the rabbit would disintegrate. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, but, I mean, obviously the Oregon Trail was you were taking, like, a caravan of people from one section of the Oregon Trail all the way to the other. I believe it was St. Louis? Uh, from, settlers from Independence, Missouri. Independence, Missouri, To okay. um, Oregon's Will, Williamette Valley via the covered wagon in 1848 was the, you know, the, the storyline. Yes. The ambiance. Uh, but dude, that was a, a classic. You don't get more classic no. than Oregon trail. Um, there is a board game version that has been released. I have not bought it. I have not heard. I actually haven't heard anything about it, so I don't know if good or bad, I, but I haven't researched it either. And I think that's because I'm afraid to play it because I'm afraid it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. And if it does suck, um, it's going to ruin Although, to be fair, I've downloaded a couple apps over the years that have been sort of Oregon Trail based or even named the Oregon Trail. Um, and the last one I did was one of those ones where they wanted you to buy a whole bunch of in-app purchases. Uh, and yeah. that just killed it for yeah. me. It's like, you know what? This this shouldn't be this complicated. Yeah. Just somebody just make this game. You know what? I'll pay you some money for it. I'll yeah. pay a few bucks. I, I might would. even pay like up to five bucks or, or six bucks or mm-hmm. something like, you know, for an app like this. Even if it was just a recreation of the original yes. version. It just port it, man. That's all I want. Exactly. So... Uh, if if any of you developers are, are listening <laughs> from the Minnesota Consortium, whoever owns Oregon Trail right now, you've got about twelve bucks right here for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Let's get this going. Uh, all right, my number two, and as I said I was guessing my number two is probably around your number two. Was your number two? Did it come out in nineteen ninety nine? It did. Was it a real time strategy game? It was. <gasps> Was it called Age of Empires 2? It was! <laughs> All right. I figured as much. How about you start us off? All right. This is this is another real-time strategy uh, game. This one was set in history, in mm. real history, um, where you could play as various ones. And I forgot to look up what the different factions you could play were. I know there was stuff like the British and the Russians and yeah. um, different various ones. Um, and you kind of you went from basically like the Bronze Age up through maybe the renaissance mm, i can't remember exactly but yeah i think it was about that was it was about that far i know there's uh there's the third one which i still play yeah. age of empires 3 i still play that game um that one sort of started out a little bit later and you get up to really sort of like the 1700s mm-hmm. or maybe even to the 1800s a little oh, bit wow. so it's a little bit more advanced than that but i loved this one because i love the medieval setting you yeah. know, it's a real-time strategy game in the medieval setting, so similar to World of Warcraft, but set in reality. Yes. So you could play as a country. And one of the things I loved about this game, which you actually can't do in the third version, but I loved doing in the second version, is you could build trebuchets. Mm-hmm. And the trebuchets could clear the forest for you. Oh, uh, yeah. So you could actually determine where the, the trebuchet would hit, and you could actually clear force. And I'm hoping I'm thinking of that right. Two, yeah, it could have been three. It was either that or Warcraft two. And I swear yeah. it was. Uh, uh, I swear it was uh, Age of Empires two where you yeah. could do that. I'm pretty sure. Um, but it was just another one um, where I just had a lot of fun, and I really loved the story setting for it. Yeah, uh, the 
for same kind of reasons with you, I mean, we had similar games between StarCraft, WarCraft 2, and Age of Empires on our list. All three of those are gene- generically the same gameplay. Right. But there's just different things about them that we all liked. And for me, it was the same kind of thing. Like, legit history people made it more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I have written down, it, you could have use one of 13 playable civilizations. Yeah. So you had just tons of different options. Exactly. And so you could play it a bunch of times and, you know, set in AI, that medieval kind of time, which is just a cool, fun time, you know? Uh, it, it just, there was something super fun about it. Um, I remember, it was, well, no, it was Age of Empires 3 that had, like, the, you could do, like, the Mayans or the Aztecs or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that was but, one of the expansions. But each, yeah, each one had their own civilization and they were just, it was, it was just a blast, man. From our past? From our <laughs> from our past, yes. So, I didn't know if that's where you were going um, with that. No, that's good. And do you have anything else to say about this one? No, I mean, uh, unfortunately, we've already kind of talked about the benefits and, and what yeah. we liked about all real-time strategy games, which is really what it was. And the only thing that really made this different was yeah. it, its setting. Yeah. And, and the number of civilizations you could play, which was fun in itself. Yeah. Um, do you want to do some honorable mentions before we hit yes, number one? Because, I, I mean, I, we both know each other's number one. Yeah. I think and if anybody's know. listened to this podcast, they might be able to guess our number one. But, yeah, let's do some honorable mentions first. Okay. I have a, I have, I have a few that I want to mention. Um, I'll kind of start with my bottom. We kind of touched on Roller Coaster Tycoon, mm-hmm. which came out in 99. I played that one a little bit. I yep. don't remember playing it a lot, but I do remember I liked the Tycoon games. I think I had a, you know the nostalgia of Dino Park Tycoon. Mm-hmm. I would try that out. And I did. It was okay. Yeah. I think a lot of people, uh, probably a lot more people played that one more than I did. Another couple ones I had on my list. One that I didn't actually own, but I had a friend who owned it and I played, a few, I played it a few times on his computer was Star Wars TIE Fighter. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, which was a first-person flying game. You basically yeah. were flying in a TIE fighter. That. And there, there's been several games like that, but I remember that one sort of being the first big one. Um, one that you might be on your honorable mentions, uh, which was one that is a, it's another classic computer game, and I remember our cousin had it, and that's where I learned to play it, was Frogger. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that didn't actually make my list, but I mean, I do remember playing that on our computer more than because we were past like the, you know, big art. I mean, we played arcade games, but like yeah. Frogger was a big arcade one, but I remember it on our computer more than anything else. Well, I played it. The first time I ever played it was on our mm-hmm. cousin's PC. Gotcha. Uh, it was because her, her dad was a tech person, so he had mm-hmm. a computer at home and it was one of the first people. And this was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. This was one of the first few people I knew who had a computer in the 80s. Um, and the other one I'm going to mention, which is one I don't think i will be shocked if you've ever heard of it and i don't think we had this game at home but i definitely remember a friend of mine introducing me to this game and these characters and i can i i've kind of i kind of forgot about them until i was doing research on on the different games and i thought oh god i do remember this game um and it was very similar to our the the one i'm assuming we're about to talk about mm. in that um, you had to kind of solve puzzles in order to do it. And that was the the last honorable mention I will mention is the game Sam and Max Hit the Road. Yeah, I don't know that. Okay. Um, it was two characters. I think Sam was a dog and Max was a rabbit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it was like, it was it was cheeky. Cheeky okay. is the best way I can do it. There was a little bit of weirdness to it. Um, there was a little bit of a slightly adult humor mm-hmm. that was involved in it. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and and see if I can find that game in some capacity or something like that because I actually do remember it was it was funny along with uh, it being just a fun game. Okay. Um, 
So yeah, we'd already, some of my other honorable mentions, we'd already mentioned StarCraft. Um, I remember we had Descent. Uh, it was like kind of like an aerial, you're, you're kind of a plane game, but it was like a... Uh, I don't remember that one okay, at all. Okay, futuristic. Um, but that's, I remember that one. And then also Mist. We had Mist, but I rarely played it because I always was too dumb for it. <laughs> and I couldn't get past like the early puzzles. And so I was just like, huh. I got stuck. I don't remember us having it. Maybe, oh, I, maybe yeah. I just, maybe I was probably the same way where I couldn't yeah. do it. So I just didn't play it. Um, I want to call out, I had a buddy of mine, Ray, who he had Grand Theft Auto 1, which was the over-the-top Grand Theft Auto. And, oh, like, okay. you, you know, before Grand Theft Auto got really huge and, and big, but, like, you could, I remember, like, you know, just throwing people out of cars, getting into other cars and driving, <laughs> but it was, an, it was from the top game. And also, I, I played a little bit of Diablo. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. Something like that, and Hexen were kind of fun, because Hexen was kind of like Doom, but it was with, like, magic. I remember okay. he had like a like a like a staff or something that would shoot magic at people. Um, Unreal Tournament was a pretty big game, but I didn't really play it all that much. We didn't have it, mm. and I do just want to call out: we never played, and so that's why these some of these games that are huge games we just never played, and they didn't make a li- our list. Honestly, our lists were pretty similar. Yeah, um, but like we never played Quake. Duke Nukem, Half-Life, Final Fantasy, Grim Fandango, and Baldur's Gate were all pretty big PC games. Yeah. That we just didn't happen to have. So they just didn't yeah. make our list, people. So yep. deal with it. All right. Uh, the time has come. Yep. Let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Adam, why don't you tell us what it is? The Curse of Monkey Island. Yes. That is also <laughs> that is my number one. That is your number one. The Curse of Monkey Island, which is the third? Yes. The third. third was, yep. The third iteration of the game. But that was the first one that we played. Yeah. Um, I've gone back and played the other ones. And they're, they're, they're good. They're great games. I mm-hmm. love playing them. Um, but Curse of Monkey Island is the one that I go back to now more than any of them. Yeah, I need to. I I want to get Steam just for Curse of Monkey yes, Island. Yes, I bought all of them on yeah. Steam just so I could have them, and they, I played through most of them already. They ported. They kind of redid uh, one and two and put them on console and put them on Xbox, and yeah. I was like, okay, sweet, I got those, and I played through them, and it's fine, you know. Hey, nostalgia, but I'm like. When the fuck are you getting to curse? <laughs> Get curse! I want that. Um, and we we played the next one, Escape from Monkey Island, as well, which was good. They should have stuck with the character and the, the animation style of curse because yeah. the animation, the very just cartoonish look yeah. of Curse of Monkey Island was perfect. Um, we've talked about this before in our episode where we actually cast a movie of Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah, um, John and I got in a fairly heated debate about who we should uh, cast as Murray, the Talking Head, but. <laughs> Um, it was, it, it, so it's a, yeah, it, it's a, it's a puzzle game, kind of a graphic adventure puzzle game that came out in 1997. Um, one of the things that I remember the most is it has some of the best voice acting yeah. of any game. And, and I would still put that to, to, to take to, to today. It, it's that good of voice acting. Okay. Speaking of, of voice acting, uh, the one that. Uh, I, I it would probably be the most important out of this is the one who plays Guybrush Threepwood, mm-hmm. who is the one uh, that's a guy named Dominic Armado, mm-hmm. um, who still acknowledges that he was the voice of Guybrush Threepwood. Um, I follow him on Twitter because he's actually a food critic mm-hmm. in Arizona, <laughs> and and actually, I being a food person, I, I love someone who is sort of the mesh of two important things in my life. One, my history with food and, exactly. and having gone to college school. And he was the voice of Kyber's three point. And he have openly said he would be more than uh, welcome to come back 
or he would be more than willing yeah. to come back and voice Guybrush. Um, I would love for that. I would love. Here's here's what I would love. I wondered if they ever did this. I don't know why, or or, or if I just never saw it. A comic. Mm. Oh, uh, wow. a Monkey Island comic following Guybrush would be great. A cartoon. Yeah. Of Guybrush Threepwood. Um, yeah. You just you know call it Monkey Island or Curse of Mugger or the Escape from however you want to do it. It was such a great original story. Mm-hmm. It was goofy, but it was fun. It kept you engaged all the way through the all the way through the story. Yep. Um, I wish they had done more with the property. Yeah. There, there's one game that I haven't played yet because I played all the the original four, but Telltale Arts play set up a game that I think is on Xbox. Um, I don't know if it's on Steam as well, probably, but it's called Tales of Monkey Island, and it's done like their Telltale series that is like their Walking Dead, The Wolf Among Us, um, Tales from the Borderlands, that kind of same thing. And they did it, I think it was back in like 2004 or five or something, or maybe, okay. maybe it was, no, no, it was probably a little bit later than that, um, maybe 2010 or something, I don't know. Okay. But it's one that I haven't, for some reason I haven't gotten and I haven't played, and I don't remember if they got the cast and had them do it, but like it's one that I... I don't know why I just need to fucking buy it because yeah. I will play it. <laughs> so that just if you didn't know about that one, you play that one. Okay, that's something I want to play as well, and we we can you know kind of relive some love there. I mean, granted, <laughs> I want I want to re replay Curse of Monkey Island, but I, I still have some of the knowledge of the puzzles. Yeah, it's a little probably a little bit easier for me to get through. But some yeah. of those puzzles are pretty freaking hard. Well, yeah, well you could you can play it on two levels. There's an easy version and a harder version. Yeah, um, and I have a lot of the easy version memorized, mm-hmm. uh, but the harder version. I've actually never gotten through. Okay. Um, just usually just because I'll play through the easy version, then I'll go, oh, I'm gonna try to play the hard version, and then I get distracted by yeah. something else and never get back to it. <laughs> yeah. Because I've already played through most of it. It's like, well, I know what happens at the end. Yeah. So, I don't bother with it. Um, but it, oh, it's such a good game, people. If you've never played this game, it's on Steam. Get it now. Find it now. Seek it out. Yeah. It's well worth your time if you enjoy puzzle games and if you enjoy just just great, you know, comic acting. Um, and voice acting, and just in a great style to the cartoon and the look of the video game. Yeah, that's that's what uh, I wish. I'd love to see a cartoon in that style. Yeah, in the style, not 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 in sort of the computer graphic style that we saw with the fourth one and, mm-hmm. and stuff. But I would love to see one in that style of comic. Yeah. All right, that was our top ten PC games before two thousand. Please join us next time for our first episode of 2020 as we break down the 1986 classic Top Gun, discuss the 80s television show Airwolf, and recast our own versions of a Top Gun reboot. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast at gmail.com. And if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at BlastPassCast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time. Hello! La la! <laughs>
la. I'm Adam. And I'm Corey. And we are the hosts of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are breaking down every single episode of Seinfeld as we watch it, reliving this amazing show. That's right. It's a trip down memory lane for all of us 90s kids out there. You can find Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, and Patreon. La la la. Thank you.